Yes, no music again. <laughs> I've actually decided on something, and um, I'm probably going to put it on next time. You people are very funny. Sending me emails. Hi, Michael. Seeing how you are. And then I realized, hmm, then I realized I haven't done a podcast for a month. <laughs> and so rather than saying to me, did you die? Is that the reason why you haven't done a podcast or whatever? Or did you fall in love and run away to Tahiti or someplace? Whatever. No. <laughs> so, so I'm sitting here, I'm thinking, well, maybe I should do one. Oh my God. So I, um, <laughs> moving around here. Um, so I'm thinking, what am I going to talk about? I don't know. Um, so I'm going to talk about maybe like three different things, you know, the kind of things I've been thinking about and um, the kind of things that, you know, people write to me. You know, the I got a lot of emails about that last one, the risk, you know, taking risks, you know. Yeah, you have to do something sometime. <laughs> you know? So, um, I mean, you took a risk on being born. Come on. So, you know, just, just go along. I'm, I'm actually going to um, talk a little bit today about something to do with that that some of you might have heard. But I'm going to talk about this now. Resonance. You know, how you resonate with something. And probably, um, have you ever heard of this experiment where you can, oh, I don't know, let's say 10 tuning forks, you know, ding, that kind of thing. And you can hit 10 of them at sort of like a, you know, close together in time. And after a while, they all start to join in together so that it's the same resonance that's going out. It's pretty interesting. It tells you how things start to resonate with each other. And, you know, this happens with human beings, me being one of them. Um, like with people, you know, I can't say that this happens all the time, but I've had this experience that when you're in bed with somebody, is that X-rated? No? <laughs> okay. So, um, and after a while, your heart starts to beat at the same beat. Isn't that astonishing? And so it resonates, the two of them resonate with each other. And so it's almost like you become at one with the other person on a certain level. But it sort of takes a certain resonance for that to happen. It sort of amazes me. And I know I'm going to get into trouble with this by some people, but I don't care. Um, you should choose people that you resonate with, you know. Come on. <laughs> you know. You know, sort of like the feeling, the feeling. So that way it works a lot better. Then you start to in-tune yourself better with the other person as time goes on and it works. It's, you know, I could probably talk about this the whole damn the whole thing. Um, I believe, because I've had the experience, um, I was married for 27 years. No. Is that right? 25 years, 26 years, something like that, right? And um, and the two of us resonated together. And towards the end, things sort of die out, you know. Change happens with everything, right? But it's really interesting. So sort of when we came together, there's sort of the same resonance between the two of us. And that sort of blended in more. And it allowed it to go on in pretty much a harmonious way for that period of time. So I know how to have long-term relationships. I might be good at it, I might not, you know, but sort of the basis of keeping something, because there's a resonance there, do you see? 
So, but we have a tendency now because of online dating, and I'm not going to get told about that today, <laughs> that, um, that we don't look for that for some reason. We look for all this other stuff. And then so then finally, when we sort of get with the person, we find that the resident, you know, how that happens is not there. You know, then we're like, well, I can fix this. Yes, that's right. You can stop a charging rhinoceros as well, right? Kind of thing. So anyway, I don't want to go too much on that. I want to, I want to go more on this way with this because I want to talk about some other things as well. The reason why you have what you have in your life because you're putting out the very thing I just said, a certain resonant frequency, right? That keeps, that attracts the same frequency. So if you keep attracting the same relationships, even though the outside might look different, you know, I can guarantee you because you haven't changed that frequency inside of you. So it doesn't matter what the outside looks like. The inside is going to contain that. Do you see? We can only attract to us the frequency or the resident frequency <laughs> resident frequency that we're putting out. Now, you have to be able to resonate with what you want. Now, I have a friend. She's going. She'll be listening to this, right? And um, and she's becoming an artist. The greatest artist resonated with higher thought, wanting to do something higher. So they resonated with that. So believe it or not, they're able to take themselves there. Do you see? You know, Leonardo da Vinci did this. He had greater thought in creating things. And so basically he attracted and become the very thing that he was thinking about. You know, Monet did the same thing. You know, they all did the same thing. Beethoven did the same thing. They all did the same thing, right? So they try to resonate with something higher, and that takes them there. So my friend who's an artist, right, um, try to feel that you're a greater artist. Resonate with that, and you'll become that, right? In relationships, because that's relationships are big deals. You, know. you have to resonate with something greater than what you've had if you want something better than what you've had. So you say, Michael, how do you do that? <laughs> Align yourself emotionally with a feeling of something greater. It's no good saying, I want this, because I want this will just give you the same as what you've had. Do you see? So you try to resonate Or something greater. Now, this is why your life stays the same. There are different words that I could use to talk about this, but this is a good word. Do you see? So you you become in alignment with whatever it is you want to do. Now. Think about this. In my life, today, I resonate with peace and happiness and joy. And I have to say something else about that in a minute. 
And I attract things that bring peace, happiness, and joy in the most bizarre ways. Because I put that feeling, I resonate that feeling, resonance. You know what I mean? Re- Why do I keep saying resonance? <laughs> so resonate out, right? And so I bring to me what that is. If you're going to sit there and say, I want to be happy, you're going to be miserable the way you are. So you create that feeling of that, resonate it out, and you draw it all to you. That is a very, very powerful you know, spiritual teaching. You have to become first what you want. Otherwise, you don't become it. Say it again. You have to become first what you want. Otherwise, you don't become it. Hmm? And don't put, you know, limitations on things. You are an unlimited spiritual being. The only reasons you have limitations in your life is because you believe it. You believe that you are worth the limitations. So you have them. If you believed that you are worthy of unlimited happiness, unlimited joy, unlimited love, you would have it. You're an unlimited spiritual being. The only limitations that exist are the ones that you put there. And the very thing that I just said about resonating, right? If you resonate with those things, a feeling of love or a feeling of acceptance, which I've had to do, or a feeling of joy, you'll get them from the most bizarre circumstances. You won't have to do anything. They come to you because you're aligning yourself with it. Do you see? It comes to you. I've said this before. The reason why so many of you have the same relationships over and over and over again, just in different packages, because that is the energy you're resonating out there unconsciously. So as soon as you take conscious control of the very thing that you're putting out, you change your life. So let's see here. I actually wrote some things down in my... um, Unscripted podcast. <laughs> oh, yes. Why don't we talk about this? <laughs> um, hmm. There's a thing out there called Surrender. There's a wonderful book called The Surrender Experiment by um, Michael Singer. He's an interesting man. He um, actually created the um, the software that um, insurance companies and doctors use to, you know, claim your claim. (laughs) And um, he was basically a yogi that lived in the woods in Florida. Pretty interesting guy. Ponytail, wore jeans, stuff like this. The most unbusiness man you could imagine that changed the world, right? He did this experiment, and I live this way as well. It's called surrender. And what he found is that by surrendering to whatever was in front of him, life worked wonderfully. So in other words, What he says in his book, which I know is true as well, because it's how I live, you get rid of the preferences in your life and say, things have to be this way, that way, that way, this way, right? Because they're all limited preferences. And what he did, what I do, is that whatever comes towards me, I just stay open towards it without saying, you know, it should be this, it should be that or whatever. Because what will happen is that when you get into something, then you sort of see maybe what it is and you learn some lesson from it. And then you move on. So 
The trick to having a successful life that's on the level that you're at is to surrender to what's in front of you or surrender to life itself rather than trying to control it. Every time I try to control something, I go off the cliff. Then I got to climb back up again. And usually I'll try and control it again and then I get it, right? And so if I just stay open to what comes towards me, I have the most remarkable experiences rather than trying to control everything. And that's a very, very hard way to live for a lot of people because we're actually taught, no, 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 you got to control everything. Take control of your destiny. Take control of your life. Garbage, right? That's why you're miserable. So you stay open to the moment. That's something else I want to talk about, the moment. So when a circumstance comes to you, it comes to you for a reason. As I've said in other podcasts, that everything happens for a reason. There is nothing that is not. But we don't look at life that way. You talk to people who are in their 80s and 90s and ones that have some kind of consciousness, they can tell you that when they look back over their life, they will see how all the pieces fit into place. Isn't that astonishing? How one thing led to another. Is that random? Of course it's not. Nothing's random. So there is sort of like a plan for you that's greater than anything that you could sort of imagine in a lot of ways, even though I don't want to go too far on a limb with that. But by staying open to what comes towards you, as opposed to trying to force something, your life will be so much better. I try to stay open to everything. You know, my life is simple. I've said that. And I have things that bring me joy and happiness. And I'd have things that come along and I just know, you know, like, go for this. Um, like this. I'll give you an example. I had somebody ask me to go on a walk with them. And, you know, I walk quite a lot, you know. And I'd sort of say no to this, um, like, person because um, there's something else going on. And I thought, you know, I'm just going to practice the openness, you know, of the moment. Surrender to it. As opposed to me saying, oh, no, it's this, this, this. So I thought, I'm just going to surrender to it. And so I did. So we went on this walk. And the most amazing thing happened. This person ended up telling me about her grandmother, who's like 80-something years old, that's a yogi and practices meditation and, and yoga and as sharp as can be. And I'm thinking, this is really astonishing because here's, here I'm talking to this person, this woman, and she's telling me about a grandmother who's 80 years old or whatever that practiced the things that I'm very interested and in how she is at 80. And I've been thinking, how am I going to be at 80? You know, if I do these things. And there you see the universe put something right in front of me. And so I stayed open to it and I surrendered to it and I got wonderful information. This is the kind of thing I'm talking about. Because it can happen at any point in your life. So surrender to the moment. Get rid of your judgments and it needs to be this, it needs to be that or whatever, and your preferences and just let it let life come to you and bring to you what you need. As opposed to you thinking you know what's best, you know. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, if you know what's best, create a body like the one you're living in. Yeah, see how that works out. So Stay open to it. Practice like that. Go and read that book, Michael Singer, The Surrender Experiment. He has another one too called The Untethered Soul. And uh, you'll find it very, very interesting. 
They're probably some of the most powerful teachings I've ever come across. Um, they're not all his, you know, they've come from other places, you know, and he meditates and everything, you know, like I do, but, but read those things. Okay, so I've talked about that. Okay, I'm going to talk about one more thing. The moment, right? Let me consult my notes here. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I only have like one sentence written there. <laughs> That's my notes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I used to do this radio show. Oh my God. There's this guy on before me. Um, he had stacks of papers, right? And he used to go in there, he'd walk in the studio <laughs> and he'd have his papers and he'd be talking, look at the papers, look at the papers, blah, 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 right? And so I remember when I first went there and uh, the producer looked at me, he says, um, Michael, you don't have anything written down. I go, yeah, I know, I don't need it. <laughs> As I see the blood drain from his face, <laughs> and because when I push that button to start talking, something better come out of my mouth, right? <laughs> And so he'd be sitting there like, well, his fingers practically shaking, right? As soon as, see the light go on, push the button, I started to talk. <clears throat> when you know something, you can speak from your heart. When you don't know something, you don't speak from your heart. It's as simple as that. In relationships, right? If somebody's sincere, they speak from their heart. If they're not sincere, they don't speak from their heart. They're just making up stuff to fill in the time. Like a friend, friend of mine said, you know, I, I like her. She said, you know, men are always thinking five seconds ahead. They're not coming from their heart. They're coming from their brain to manipulate the situation. Remember that. Thank you. Okay, so um, what did I write down here, by the way? I have to read my one line again. Okay, what does the moment call for? That's what I have written down here. In every moment, you're alive, <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> Even me standing here, I'm alive, right? And I live in the moment. And, and so I can be... If I'm not here in the moment, I'm thinking of something. I'm thinking of something I'm worried about or, you know, somebody going to call me or whatever, right? But I'm not in the moment. And so those kind of things, I don't control them. How can I control when somebody's going to call me or, oh, I don't know, something else, something else. So, so my brain's trying to make it right. Like, okay, that's going to be all right because that person's going to call and this thing's going to happen. That's my brain trying to say everything's okay. We do that all the time. Whether this stuff is going to happen or not doesn't really matter, right? But we just do that all the time with our brains. Do you see? So I live more and more in the moment every day. And I love it. I absolutely love it, right? Because, and even though I'm using the word control, I have control over how I feel. I choose how I choose to feel. I choose what I choose to think about, which is nothing in the moment. So what does the moment call for in each moment? This is what I found to be kind to yourself. That's what the moment calls for. To be kind to yourself. So when you're there in the moment and you're worried about this and you're worried about that, all these things will take care of themselves. But the most important thing in any moment is be kind to yourself. There is no reason why you shouldn't be. We do things to ourselves. We suffer because we choose to. We're happy because we choose to be. We're joyful because we choose to be. We are mean because we choose to be. So everything is a choice. So if you want to start to live your life better, 
and to be a lot happier in the moment, like this moment that you're listening to this, be kind to yourself. If you do that, I understand the spiritual ramifications of that. Every time that you practice that, being kind to yourself, the universe becomes kind to you. Why? Because of the very thing I said in the beginning, that you're resonating out kindness and you attract it to you to make your life this whole experience of kindness and happiness towards you. Thank you.